You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Welcome Podcast Welcome to the Network. Vicious Circle. Yeah, Sid, how's it's your a night? mouthful. Man, For more my night's shows, pretty good. It's going to be much better enjoy, Visit electronicmediacollective.com. Baked broccoli, now, our barbecue feature chicken, presentation. corn on the cob, and some roasted potatoes. I was the uh, last man standing. Tonight, but um, uh, that can always win. Uh, now, that's one thing you and I talk a lot about is food, because you... But I, I think I send you a picture of my food every night you send me a picture of And for, for dessert, I'm going to have sliced tomato, avocado, a little purple onion, and cottage cheese. And you know, since now, Rob, you know this, but you know I've lost now 45 pounds. Really? Now this has been you are now since January. But I, remember I told you always do it slow? That's I've yet. got into this groove. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I really enjoying that. And then this could be a topic too. You know, one thing I hate, Rob, about losing weight, okay. all the haters. Uh, and I've got a few friends of mine, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw them under the bus tonight. Sheila Couch, she lives over in Memphis. Um, she, her husband was uh, Tommy Rogers, one half of the Fantastics. She, of course, battles with her weight, and and she tries this keto diet and all this stuff. And then I have a cousin. Uh, uh, down in Mississippi, her name's Sally, down in Louise, Mississippi. And actually, um, she's been dieting her whole life and she struggles to lose a pound and she rides her bike 17 miles a day. And then she'll come home and have a whole pack of pork rinds. And I'm trying to say, you know, I know that says on these high fat diets, that's okay, but you know, you eat enough fat, you're going to get fat. So they don't understand that. So I'll send them a text like my plate of my food or something like that and go, and just think, and now I'm down 40 pounds, and they go, I don't care. I just rode my bike. I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bring out the old internet said sometimes on texting now. <laughs> you know, then I'll call and apologize. You know, she goes, why? I did real good, Dad. I rode my bike and only had one cucumber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard for me. You know, and especially women. And I'm like, I'll probably get a lot of heat for this. But they always have a reason why they can't lose weight. Now, Rob, uh, to waste a little time, I'll give them uh, a pass on that. And it, it is true to it uh, for a couple of reasons. One is this. The more lean muscle mass we have in our body, the faster we're, we'll, we'll, we will we'll burn body fat even while we sleep. Uh, so usually a man is going to have more lean muscle mass on their body, uh, you know, most of the time. All right. Yeah. So the second thing is, because a woman doesn't produce testosterone, their body also loses. Uh, it's harder for them to lose uh, body fat. It's uh, much slower for them as well, too. So I'll give the women the out for that. But this is something I can't understand. They'll do this keto diet. And they say, well, man, I really died today. I had two pounds of bacon. You, you cannot lose weight eating bacon, people. Now, you see what I'm eating, Rob. I'm eating peas. I'm eating vegetables like squash, cabbage, spinach, tonight broccoli. And you'll see once in a while potato. And I've said this before, I think, either on our podcast or on Instagram or something. Uh, the thing about it is um, if you look at all these really these good magazines like health, fitness, and diet or this or that, you see a plate of food on that magazine, you see a lean cut of meat, you see a vegetable too, maybe a grain like a rice, but you always see a bean on there or a pea. Reason is that's a and of all carbohydrates, beans are the top uh, 
250 and the rest would fall under like lettuce, cabbage, blah, blah, blah. That's mostly just water. But the cool thing about a bean is you're supplementing your protein and protein guys is the magic food. Uh, uh, that's what makes our body produce lean muscle mass. Uh, the more lean muscle mass we have one, we burn body fat, fat faster. Um, also, um, the dying process starts when we t- turn 26. We start losing up to a quarter pound of lean muscle mass a year. It's, it doesn't happen that rapidly until you get a little bit older. But so, again, having that muscle, you're going to live a little longer, too. You'll notice them, even people that are overweight, they'll have skinny forearms. And that means the diet, the dying process has started there. Now it's up to their elbow. And where it ends up is at your heart. And that's why the heart is normally the last thing to go interesting See, and I, people I, if you don't believe that look it up it's there it's a fact we don't lie on vicious circle that's right fact and uh also i want to apologize for maybe some of the anger i let out the other night about those silly independent in, independent promoters um they have a hard job to do uh but uh, so, you know uh, like in some cases, like we talked about Judy Bostic, you can do it with some, some type of class, you know, say, hey, man, I just don't have your money. I'm going to get it to you. He got it to me. Uh, but don't do something like Larry did, you know, try to short you then say he didn't try to short you. Um, and then, of course, I hate to have to put pe- and I do love putting people on the spot. You know that, uh, Rob, as well as anyone. So when I got to put Larry on the spot that night, and that, <laughs> that uh, his uh, uh, hotel room. If you could have seen the shit scare on his face, which I love that because he thinks, you know, everybody thinks I'm the worst, most dangerous man alive, right? Because of all the things, you know, of course, with the deal with Arn. But when I looked at Larry and I said, Larry, if you lie to me, you're going to make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> and he shit his pants. He goes, okay, said, yeah, I did. And so I said, that's all I need you to do. <laughs> but again, that was, I got a little fun out of that. I get a little kick. But again, um, Last night, Internet Sid came out and probably came out and stayed out way too long last night. And tonight, we're going to try to cuff him down tonight. He's hard to rein in sometimes, though, isn't he? Rob, he is. You know, he's got he, – he's stronger than me. It's hard sometimes. Um, and, and then I have that tendency to want to act like that, too, uh, sometimes, you know. you know. Go ahead. Go play, Sid. Go, yeah, go play. play. Have some fun. But, no um, – no, we talked about that too, and, and then I, I don't want uh, to everyone think that that was just that on independent promoters. There's a lot of good guys out there, uh, a lot of great people. I've had more fun in these independent shows uh, than I did on the on the big screen. Uh, it's a sort of difference being on Broadway versus you know the big screen, mm-hmm. but you always meet the nicest guys in those towns. You know, it's. Um, you know, it's probably their only show and the last show that they can afford to bring someone like me in or they do, but they take the, they go out of the way. They go, you know, they'll take you down to the, especially the Northeast. They'll say, Hey man, I've got a buddy of mine owns a pizzeria. Let's stop in and have a slice. Those are the good kind of people that I've run across. And again, I wish I was good with names. I'd name all their names um, because there were so many good ones out there. Uh, unfortunately, you just remember the bad ones. Um, and, Tommy, even the guy in Philadelphia, I can't remember his name. And he wasn't a bad guy. And I want to uh, stress that he wasn't a bad guy. He just was paired up with the wrong guy. And then when, again, the story, I don't want to keep going into it, but when 
they said, if this is a deal breaker, I said, yes, it was up to them then to call me and say it was on. So yeah. I didn't have no reason to do an interview if I timing made pretty clear and you know, without calling back that Doug wasn't invited. And, um, you know, they invited him three months earlier. So this is what people got to remember. Sometimes when you see my name or, or um, someone else's name on that card and they're not there, sometimes that promoter never even talked to them. You know what I mean? There's um, always like that. Now, um, Internet Sid sort of would like to create a little crap for Tommy. Uh, I, I remember coming back, going to the uh, airport that night after the or that, that afternoon after the autograph signing, went some sailing. And this is the kind of guy, you know, that, you know, guys are like this, too. And I can say maybe once or twice I was guilty, of it too. But talk about how we had our way with certain girls. Uh, and how easy they were and stuff like that. You know, t uh, Tommy told me a couple of uh, one of the stories like that. Matter of fact, that um, uh, who did he say he was pretty friendly with? Oh, Sonny, that he'd known her several dozen different times, stuff like that. So that's the thing is, those that's what a, a kind of person like that is, you know, to brag about something like that. And I'm going to bet money he probably never even held her hand, you know. But when you're fat and unattractive, you got to make yourself look good like that. And again, they're just, they're not all like that, but there are some out there like that. Yeah. Make sure to get all the facts. Right. There you go. Um, getting into some of these questions real quick. Our buddy Dean, it's officially his birthday now in uh, England. Oh, good. Happy birthday, Dean. Hold on a second. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dean. Happy birthday to you. You there, Rob? Did I lose you? Did I break the internet by my singing? You're not moving, Rob. Maybe that was too much of a shout out. Rob, you there? Hello, Robbie, Rob, Rob, Rob. Oh, I'm still alive. Oh, shoot. I didn't mean that about uh, Tommy and uh, uh, Sonny. Let's see, since I'm live and Rob's not back, so what can I talk about? Hey, what? how about a shout out to um, Brandon Wallace, a good friend of mine out in Indianapolis, a songwriter, also a writer. He's he um, um, he's also a Christian. He's been working on his priesthood for a while. Funny story, he got a DUI in, a, in the church parking lot one night. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but that sort of happened to him. Let's see, I got a uh, text message here. It says, you're good. Wow, man, thanks. That's from my buddy, Eric. He says, just keep going. Eric, man, I love you too, man. Uh, you know, Eric uh, called me. I think we talked yesterday. He said that he was actually trying to send me a McDonald's hamburger, but they wouldn't deliver. I really appreciate that. Also, Rob, who's a great guy, he tried to send me a steak dinner from um, Colton's, and they wouldn't deliver either, and I'd already eaten that night. and 
Hold a second, uh, everyone. Rob's calling. Hello? Hey, Sid, it's me. I just wanted to let you know you're still live. Yep. But I had a power outage. So okay. my computer's just booting back up, but I'll be jumping back in the stream. Okay. Yeah, just take your time. Okay, but you are still live, just so you know. I couldn't shut it off. Okay, I'm talking. I, I actually, I had um, Eric popped in with a little question or a little saying how good we were doing. And I was just talking to him and thinking, you know, he, uh, he also tried to send me a hamburger from McDonald's the other day, that, but they didn't deliver. So, and I, t oh, I was, gotcha. and I was telling the story about how you tried to send me a steak dinner from Colton's. Nice. So, okay. In so, that case, you keep chatting. I'll be in real quick. Okay, man. Hey, uh, Eric, if you got any questions right now, we got, uh, a couple of minutes before Rob gets his technical difficulty fixed and uh, we can shoot the crap here a little bit. I know you've got some crazy um, or just shoot, shoot me some questions through text on my phone. I can tell everyone what I did do today. Um, I woke up this morning. I had a bowl of oatmeal. Um, I think I got mad about something. I'm not sure what it was. I'm always mad at someone. Um, I think this time it was I was mad at my son, my youngest son, Gunner. Um, I was mad at him because he's so fat. That's one reason I was mad at him. Um, there's a dozen reasons to be mad at him. He's, a, he's got a big Donald Trump flag in his front yard. That's embarrassing. Um, but uh, and, and, he, and he's also got the Confederate flag in the back of his window. Um, but, uh, see what else can I talk about to Rob shows back up, but Rob, let me talk about Rob. You know, Rob is probably honestly people. I, I want to tell you this. He's been really one of the greatest, one of the better highlights of my life in a long time, but it's just been someone I've met. I can't believe what he's, you know, he's helped me. Now I can get myself in a rabbit hole, which is, uh, at one time I didn't even know how to get it into one or out of one. I thought I'd just shoot rabbits and eat them. I didn't know actually I could get caught by one. Um, Rob got me into that. At least I, I've learned, I've got, had that experience in my life. I can chalk up now. Um, That's the fun part of computers. Oh, Rob, are you back? Oh, can you not see me? I could. I was just pretending I couldn't. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What it is, there's a storm rolling through. And we had a power flux, and it shut my okay. everything off for a second. So I do apologize. No, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure the fans don't mind. I, I sort of filled in a little bit of time. Yeah, well, they're here to see you too. Like then, I'm just extra. <laughs> but you know, you are. You know, Rob, and I'm not saying this because you're my friend. You're not more than an extra. I, I wouldn't come across as well as I do if I didn't have a uh, a wingman. And I, I'm really. You know, when it comes to Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon, you're my Ed, you're my Ed McMahon dude. Or okay. I, let's do better than that. What about Paul Schaefer? I'm David Letterman, and you're Paul Schaefer. I got the haircut. There you go. You know, uh, I, man, Rob, I, I wouldn't even do this if it wasn't for you. I, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I've learned a lot. Uh, you've educated me, been so helpful with me now that um, on so many different things. Um, you know. Um, you come to my house, you know, uh, we do our podcast here. We've got, uh, of course, always make a joke. You always bring those silly Canadian cookies here. And um, I usually fix you something decent to eat as well. Oh, but, um, 
we always eat pretty good. And uh, but no, I Rob, I've just enjoyed your company so much, and and people, uh, he he has to take. And I, not that I'm giving him a bunch of crap. Sometimes I can talk loud and come across the wrong way, but Paul, I mean uh, Rob, understands me. Um, he always sees the good side of me, and we've never had a crossword with each other. Um, I, and actually, we've got a friend uh, that I've introduced him to, Brandon Wallace, who. He was the one that very first started helping me write the book that I'm writing. Um, I think he's going to help me and Kenny and Rob with this a little bit now. Um, he's the one I told you got a DUI in the church parking lot. <laughs> you know, so he's gotten past that now and he's really looking to do something. He's also a music songwriter and stuff like that. Super, super, super cool guy. Uh, see what it says. The happy birthday, her happy birthday song shorted out. The internet. <laughs> Thanks, that one Eric. Eric, yeah, well, you shorted out the internet when you you woke up this morning. <laughs> well, I do know people are loving having you online. Like Kevin Vickery, he even says, "What's up, guys? Loving these live streams." Uh, me too. I, you know, Rob, this is what I really envisioned podcast would be like. I, I didn't think it was like what we were doing. Matter of fact, I can't remember the lady's name when we. Got first introduced to you and that that creep Steve Steve Joiner, uh, mm-hmm. Steve Joiner introduced me to this lady. I wish I still had her her, her uh, phone contact because she was really ahead of the game and she considered podcasting. This is television and nothing, yeah. you know, not just ra- uh, radio. And uh, I think she'd be really proud of us uh, how far we've gone. You know, you're right. Oh, we've even got this guy, Doctor Steve. Hey, Rob, who's your guest? Uh, just some jerk from Arkansas. Uh, we got Rob just you know got, ran out of guests, and he did the old Steve Martin thing. The guy just picked the number out of the book, and says, "I'll kill this son of a bitch today." You know, so the, so he calls me. He says, "I'll get this idiot named Sid." Couldn't do any worse than Doctor Stevel. Oh, uh, let me see here. Uh, Kevin, what did he say? Sid was really looking forward to seeing you in Chatham this month. Hopefully you'll be here next year. Oh, go ahead, Rob. They were talking about CKX, uh, the Comic-Con signing. Right. Man, I was looking so forward to that. Actually, I had a couple of my friends who are a little up in age, and we were all trying to talk about making a road trip, you know, because it would be a beautiful trip to to have done. So I've got now even more people wanting to, uh, excuse me, do the trip so i can't wait till next year guys we're gonna have a great time when i get there awesome now here's a good question ryan knight says what have been some of your favorite independent promotions to work for well really one of them was that one i told you that uh uh with steve uh jerry bostic uh one thing i was impressed they had the von eric kids there i guess somehow another the how another he got the name world class but they had great crowds uh, great enthusiasm. There was no negativity in the dressing room. It was a lot of fun. That would be one of the ones I really enjoyed working for. Uh, um, let's see. Um, that was one of the la- you know, last ones I've done in the last few years. But uh, there was a bunch. And I, again, I'm so bad with names, but a lot of the guys I did shows for up in the Northeast were just so much fun to work with. Um, um, 
of course, that to me, they're just so generous. Like I said, they, they go out of the way, take you, get a slice of pizza, buy you a dinner. You know, I don't usually allow that. I usually end up buying their dinner. But it's just, uh, you know, the, the even the people that pick you up at the airports, you know, those are uh, – those are fun people. You know, that's that's where the fun starts. If you if you got someone to pick you up at the airport, that you get this nice and that. I'll tell you the um, the independent show I did, or actually it was an autograph sign in Winston Salem. I don't know the uh, guy's name because um, that Steve, that Tom Unger somehow I guess made money on me being there. But whoever that guy's name, whoever that guy is, he put on a great great show. Uh, and it was probably one of the better autograph signings I've been on in the United States. Now, the best autograph signing or independent thing I've done in a long time was the one that was held in the UK. And the guy's name was Andrew, if I'm not mistaken. And now, and I'm not joking, it was ran professionally, maybe more professionally than something the WWE would have done. Really? See, now that's yeah. interesting. They were really good about everything. Um, the guy that, you know, they had a guy with me all the time. They first class, everything, uh, had first class airfare, first class, you know, picked you up in a, uh, Mercedes. This tip is just awesome. Awesome. First class guy, um, uh, went out with him that evening. I don't drink, but just thought it'd be cordial because he was nice to me. Super, super nice guy. Super nice guy to work with. I saw him had to take a bunch of crap. Like, uh, you know, you get that many people, but he really handled it really well. Uh, we're, uh, he, he hit a lot of the bad things you would normally see. Um, so that probably was the best independent one of all uh, of things I've done. Nice. And remember we talked before, you were wondering how conversations carry on on the internet. Here's two examples. When I when my screen went out, someone said, uh-oh, Rob's dead. Oh, then, really? Yep. And then someone else laughed. <laughs> right. So this is where conversations go. Um, you were singing happy birthday. Someone said, voice of an angel. Oh, thank you. Chris said, pretty good singer. Oh, and cool. Where was the other? Oh, and there's, there's Eric. That was gold. Oh, thanks, Eric. Yep. So that's how conversations go. Right. Well, you know, there was school, uh thing we did in school, uh, how things get so blown out of proportion. You tell one kid just one word, just one word. The time it gets around to the last kid, it's a, it's a, it's a small story. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh. So, and that's what we have to remember that, um, um, you know, about things we have to, oh, and I've always done that, take things with a grain of salt. So I never put, I try to take as much pressure off myself as I can and just go back to wrestling. I never looked at a booking sheet. I didn't care who I was going to work with that night. It's fake. They're going to have a finish for me to do. I'm going to get my check next week. So why sweat the small stuff where like I've told you the story for it. Some guys would just drive them crazy. I'm working with this guy. This means this for me. Blah, 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 blah. And the way I looked at it is if I did everything I could possibly do, work out harder, be there earlier, work, try to have the best match of the night, uh, try to cause least confusion. That was a little bit hard. That's the way to do it. Oh. Hard for me. But just try to do the right things. Rob, I think we're froze up. We're good again. But, you know, just just things like that. That's awesome. Um, I've got a question here from Greg. 
Any interactions with David Woods in Continental? I heard he got a bit in a bit over his head. Uh, what David, you know, um, I'm going to tell you a quick story about David. His dad was a real cool person. His dad was came out of World War II, 99% completely burned, only had one eye. Ended up with like 10 children. I don't know how that worked. But um, he started off with just, he borrowed some money there in Dothan, Alabama to build a house. He started a small, you know, just a little comp- a construction company building houses. A long story short, I think before he died, he owned like 400 television radio stations across the country. He was a billionaire. And his son was David Woods. Uh, one of the stations that they owned was in Montgomery. It was called WC, WCOV TV. But they owned television stations all across the you know, United States. The guy in his last years, he ran for governor a bunch. Uh, not David, but his father, Charles Woods. But David was a really good guy. Uh, 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 you know, really, probably the nicest owner of a territory you could ever imagine. When uh, we would do TVs at Montgomery or a show at Montgomery, him and his two children, little boys, would come over to my dressing room. You know, they knew I was, ate a lot of apples. And they'd always bring me an apple. Funny story, a couple funny stories about David. I had a night off for whatever reason. And uh, I was learning, you know, I had knew how to do the nip up. And so he asked me over, come over to his house to visit and hang out with him and his wife and family for a little bit. So I come over and we were talking and blah, blah, blah. He says, well, what have you been, what, what are you doing your night off? I said, well, man, really, to you called, I was just sitting at the house practicing nip ups. He goes, what's the nip up? And I said, well, that's when you lay on your ground, you jump up to your feet. He goes, do that for me. <laughs> I go, really? So I'm, I'm in David Wood's house doing nip-ups in his living room, you know. Now, but what the real cool part of the story about David was when I was in WrestleMania, I was at the hotel lobby checking in. I have someone tap me on my back and it's him. I said, what are you doing here? He's, I come here to see you. Uh, he was just now, uh, uh, just treated me also when we were continental, uh, treated me like gold and even when Bob Armstrong gave me my notice, uh, David said, if you don't want to go, you're welcome to stay. I'll tell Bob you're here to stay as long as you want. I was already ready, ready to go home. I also had that deal uh, coming up with Japan, and that was going. That would have been really hard to do, Japan, and be away from home too. So, yeah. I, And I told David I appreciate it, but uh, maybe another time. Of course, I didn't get a chance to come back because after Japan uh, was WCW. Gotcha. My time. And here we now have Rob from Vaughn in Canada. Rob, what's your question? Hi, Sid. How's it going? Good, Rob. How you doing, man? Good, good thanks. Uh, big fan. I just um, I was wondering a couple of things. Uh, as a fan, I, I wondered, um, in your career, did you ever regret anything or find it that possibly when you were uh, out on the road and the guys were going out partying at night uh, and you kind of were reserved or stayed back. Do you think that you not going out with them uh, partying and stuff, did you think it maybe have hindered your career a bit because you weren't part of that little, those, those groups that were made inside of the wrestling business? No, and I'll t- tell you why. Um, one is when, again, when I put everything onto the, it'll just be corny for a second, the canvas. And what I was painting my picture of my career to be like, you know, again, working out, eating right, all the right things. Well, partying was not one of those things. I used to be a big-time party person before I got into wrestling. 
and the guy that taught me everything I know about wrestling, I mean, about working out, said, you know, you can you can party after your career. And so that's what I decided to do. And by the time I got to the end of my career, I never I realized I didn't like drinking. Um, mm. So now, so your question was, did I regret any of it? Maybe yeah. one time there was this girl named Sue and she had three tits and she had this hang up about me and I passed up on that. So <laughs> passing up that one opportunity to see a broad with three tits, you know, I might look back and say that was probably my biggest regret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that, Sid. That I love that answer. There you go. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, J. Robert Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast was produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Media, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music, Omega Amigo, was by The Shaman. All rights to the podcast are held by Sid Udi.